Shalom Aleichem, welcome back. We are learning Chavot Halavavot by the, the, the commentary of Rabbi Victor Miller. Uh, and we're on page 80, 85. So, we already spoke about two conditions out of five conditions. We're in the second chapter. And he says that there are seven conditions that would make it possible to trust another human being. And even if, even if and if, if it's even possible um, for a person to have all of them, 100% Hashem has all these qualities and therefore will definitely be able to put your trust in Hashem. So we spoke about the first one being kindness, that the person has to be, has to have compassion, sympathy, and and you know, and love for the for the person that he wants to do it for. Meaning, us say we're asking someone for something. We have to we have to know that you know to ourselves that he 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 cares, this person you're asking he cares about you, and and that uh, yeah, that he has compassion. Um, yeah, otherwise, it'll be hard to trust him if, if you don't know if he likes you or not. So it'll be very hard to put your trust in him. The second is actually caring. Um, that he knows that he is interested to make sure that he doesn't yeah, he doesn't um, forget about him um, and that he will you know put in put in effort for this for for us. You know you you're not gonna trust the person if you're gonna ask a person to do something if he's just gonna you know get lazy and not do anything about it right so so those are the first two now we're on the bottom of, bottom of page 85 it says that there's a third con- the, th- the third condition is calls it power that the person is a powerful personality turning to page 86 it says if he's a weakling, even though he's kind-hearted towards you, and even though he's thinking about you, so he could be the nicest guy, he could love you as much as he wants, and he could be very caring, and he, and he, he is concerned for you, and, 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 and all that, but if he's not capable, he may not be capable of carrying out his wishes towards you. He may be too weak or too poor. Right, a person's, a person's, if a person's parents, let's say, or maybe no one loves us more than our parents, or even, even if a person's parents want to help him, but, but if he, they don't have, let's say, they don't have the means, then, uh, no, you know, as much as they're going to love him, they can't, they can't, they, they can't do anything about it. So, therefore, you, for effective trust, you need a person who has uh, the, the resources. So the patron, meaning the person you're asking to help you, must be so strong that he cannot be prevented from doing anything that, that, that he needs to that, that he needs to do to get to get the job done. And he'll stop at nothing because again, he cares. Right? So first of all he's caring and he's has the ability. And nothing will stop him from from fulfilling the request of the person who trusts him. But if the patron is a weak person, he cannot have full trust in him, even though it's clear to him that, that the patron is compassionate, is always looking and thinking about him. This is because, excuse me, in many cases, it's not possible for the patron to do these things for him. Right? He might get sick one day, or and he's too weak, and you can't rely on him. And I'm sure you could think of 
of uh, multiple other examples of, of, of this, 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 this situation. And when these three qualities are found in a person, then you trust him, your trust in him is more justified than, than if one or, you know, one or more of these qualities were missing. So, what were the three qualities? We'll just recap that we're on the bottom of page 86, we're about to go to 87. What are these three qualities? That he loves you and feels compassion for you. That he is always thinking about you and is energetic about carrying out your wishes. And that he has the ability to do anything for you. And the author is enumerating, enumerating seven conditions for trust in anything. Of course, no human being and no object in the world can have all the qualities he describes. But Hashem has all seven of them, as we shall see in the next chapter. So, that was the third condition, which was knowledge. Uh, excuse me, power. Now he says the fourth condition is knowledge. The fourth condition is that the person, the patron, the patron, must know the ways of dealing beneficially for the individual who trusts him. Right? He's going to have to know how and what he needs to take care, to, 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 get the, to get the job done. Let's say you need medical care and you trust someone to, to do the best for you. So you go to him and ask him to diagnose your condition, give you a prescription. But the man is not competent. He's not a doctor. And then he's just like, okay, yeah, I guess, you know, he'll put some, uh, you know, he'll, he'll write something on a piece of paper and see what happens. <laughs> so, 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 even though he's a nice guy and he's, and, he's, he, and he's excited to help you, he's ready to help you, and he's even, you know, he has a lot of connections, but he just, he, he might give you poison and he might cause you harm. So the fourth condition is that the person you trust must be competent in knowledge to know what you need. It is essential that what is good for the trusting person is not concealed from the eyes on the, the, uh, of the one that he depends on. And this applies whether or not it's something that's apparent. So, meaning, the person that you're putting your trust in must know, uh, you know he has to know what's good, and, and he, he, he has to know, you know the details of the situation, etc. For instance, some people can see when you need something, but only if it's like a superficial. If the need is buried in the body, it's deep down in, in their mind, in their feelings, somebody has to be able to diagnose your, your condition and know the real reason for the thing that's bothering you. To do this, we're going to be turning to page 88. To do this, he has to be an expert. For example, to analyze x-rays takes a great deal of training and experience. Therefore, you know how much they charge, you, know how, you guys know how much they, how much they charge for for just for a guy, just for a doctor, just to read the X-ray and tell you what's the, you know, what it says, right? They 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 charge just for reading the X-ray. So therefore, a doctor must not only have the ability to know what's apparent, but also know what's secret, you know, what's what's secret about you. If he doesn't have that, he cannot really put your trust in him because then he won't be able to 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 get all the details of 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 your condition. In real life, even the greatest doctor can make mistakes because the cause of your condition may not be what he thinks the cause is. And he should know what is a benefit for that. And he should know what's benefit. What, what is what's going to be beneficial for that person. Even if the doctor knows the cause of the condition, he also needs to know the right remedy for it. For if he doesn't know all this, the mind of the person who depends on him will not be at ease. If he doesn't know the cause of your trouble and how and how to deal with your trouble, what kind of remedy and, and, and what kind of remedy to give? Then what's the use of trusting him? Then it all goes out the window because because he basically is a clown. He doesn't know what he's doing. 
But if all of these four qualities are added together in, in, in one, one guy, including knowledge of the needs and the ability to carry them out, and his intense concern for the trusting individual, and his compassion for him, the individual's trust in him will be strengthened without any question. So, so you, need, you need that the person trust him to, to, to understand and, and to understand the situation and to be able to read, you know, read you, let's call it, to be able to read you well enough to take care of you. You ask him, can you help me with something? Yeah, sure, no problem. And he'll, 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 he'll answer and, and do the situation according to you. A lot of situations, they're not cookie-cutter situations. You know, I need, you need a specific person to help you with a specific thing for my personal situation. By the way, that's why it's so hard to give, um, for, for, you know, that's why it's, it's good to, it's important to find a, a, a rabbi, first of all, that knows, that knows a person's family, knows a person's um, history, and, and, and a person that, and, and that he should know you know that that what's what exactly the situation? Because otherwise, um, he's not going to be able to give you exact you know the, the the right answer that you need. You know, so for some people, if the rabbi will ask him something, he'll give him a completely different answer because because his situation is different. His you know maybe uh, you know maybe this person is not going to like what he what maybe that maybe that person is uh you know it's it's all all types of situations and. And that's why we need uh, that's why we need this 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 fourth condition as well. And it seems that um, and we're gonna do the fifth condition um, at another time. So Hashem um, will continue um, as the days go on. So Chazak Baruch. We'll see you next time.